Emperor, you're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. Read it. We have a Star Wars episode. We do. Yeah, so this is a special episode we said we were going to be bringing you. This is all about Celebration 5. Took place in Florida. And boy, I wish I could have been there. I do too. This looks like this would have been a blast. Oh man, all the droids running around, all the uh, Star Wars people in costume. All the Darth Vader's running around. Oh, come come on. Mm-hmm. A place where you could see the 501st and all the Stormtrooper Legion. It is great. It would be a phenomenal place to be. Matt, we are interviewing Matt, one of our friends actually, who we used to work with mm-hmm. and got to know a long while ago. He was at the convention. We kind of rousted him into being on the show and you get his opinion on everything about it. The good, the bad, the ugly, the fun he had, and 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 what what he what he wished he would have done a little bit better. So it's a really candid interview. I felt it was. I mean, he he told us what he really liked, and he told us some things that uh, uh, ticked him off a little bit. But uh, but 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 uh, all in all, it's still something. He had a he had a great time, and uh, not regretting he did it at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, we hope you enjoy our interview with Matt, and um, and this is all about Star Wars Celebration Five. And when the interview is done. That'll be the end. So we'll see you guys next week. Hey, Matt, how in the heck are you doing? Oh, good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing real good. I'm doing real good. Hey, I, 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 har- I harassed Miles into this as well. Oh, awesome. How you doing, Miles? Oh, good, Matt. It's good to talk to you. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it has. It yeah. didn't take that much harassing. <laughs> how, <laughs> how is the little one doing? Oh, she's great. She's probably like the most perfect baby in the world. Right, yeah. All parents say that at that age. Just you wait. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Enjoy this time. It's yeah. precious. Yeah, it goes by quickly. How are your kids doing? Oh man, my kids are doing well. One's in the. They might both be in the pool right now, but they uh, they're great. Uh, Taisha started second grade. Kiefer started preschool. So. Oh my gosh. I'm I know ready. he's three. Can you believe it? Oh, my goodness. And he likes well, cheese. Uh, he does like cheese. <laughs> he likes cheese. Uh, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he likes Star Wars. So. Hey. Hey, he's a good kid. He's a great he's a kid. kid. right there. He, he is. He is. <laughs> we're, he's raised, we're raising him right. Right, right, right. Yeah, but if you were raising him, it would all be Star Trek, Miles. That's not true. I, I, he, he, <laughs> it would not just be Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Matt, if you would have voted more, maybe the Star Wars theme song would be number one. No, see, see, the Galactic Empire doesn't care about NASA. Right. We blow NASA out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> We're like NASA, who we just <laughs> ran some guy over in space. We don't know who that was. <laughs> right, 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 man. Well, well, man, we want to hear all about Celebration Five. So again. Oh, I know, I know. What a great picture you with uh, Mark Howell. I know, I know. It was an awesome pic with my good friend Mike. It was, right. it was unbelievable, dude. So, like, so, it so was you, you, you and Mike crazy. went, right? What's that? Was it just you and Mike, or did Miriam tag along? No, Mike Mike actually came with a bunch of his friends from Utah. Um, and uh, they all had, you know, most of them were in the 501st. Uh, one of them was in the Rebel Legion. 
So, I mean, they were they were a part of all the 501st stuff, all the Rebel Legion stuff. I mean, it was it was pretty cool. I met a lot of people. <laughs> I didn't realize how big the 501st is. Like, it's not just in the United States. It's, like, international. Oh, yeah. Like, there's garrisons out in, like, Africa. I wow. mean, it's it's crazy how big this thing is. So that was neat. Yeah. Well, why don't you just uh, tell us a little bit about it? You can tell us anything you want. We're, we're we're here. We just want to find out a little bit about we. In fact, just a couple podcast. The past couple podcasts, we kind of focused a little bit on uh, well, Star Trek Vegas, which was the big Vegas con for Star Trek that happens every year. But Star Wars Celebration does not happen every year. That's like what every three or four years. Is that right? Yeah, it's about three years apart. Um, they've only had five. I mean, obviously, Celebration Five. Right. Um, so yeah, it's about three, three to four years apart. Uh, there, I mean, they, you don't even know where the next one's going to be until like a year in advance. So I know that there are people from Utah actually that they were showing around to try to get it out into Utah. So that might be where the Celebration Six ends up is out in Utah, which would be great because then I wouldn't have to pay for room and board. <laughs> uh, that would be exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's crazy. Like we. It was a little bit, uh, like, let's see, it's four days. It was four days long. Um, ran from, like, 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock till about 7 o'clock at night for the showroom floor. But they also had stuff going on outside in the convention center, like the other rooms in the convention center until, like, 10 o'clock. Um, I mean, our first two days pretty much consisted of um, the showroom floor trying to get autographs from a lot of the actors and and just meeting, you know, and just going around. Like, the showroom floor is huge. And it's just a lot of vendors and, and um, like, they have a giant TIE fighter, like a life-size TIE fighter in there. They have a snow speeder. Um, they've got, like, Jabba's palace set up um, in, like, you know, the, the, the chamber there, Jabba's chamber. Um, Do they have dancing slave girls? That's what I want to know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, it was nuts, man. Um, there's a lot of good pictures. I have a lot of pictures of stuff but that I'm trying to work up and get, and then I'm going to send to like people that I know that like Star Wars, like you. But uh, um, well, now let me ask you this: so, whose autograph did you go and get? Well, I only got uh, two because they're so expensive. I was going to ask, I, what are they charging for autographs for a Star Wars character? Well, it depends. It really depends. Um, it depends on who the actor is. Okay. Um, they had they had four, the major four actors there was Mark Hamill, which this is the first one he's ever done in the States. Um, uh, Carrie Fisher. Cool. Anthony Daniels and uh, Ray Park. Those were the four major ones. Um, but Mark Hamill's autograph was like 125. Holy shnikes. Wow. Yeah. And he probably pulled in probably half a million dollars in just autographs and pictures. I mean, it was nuts. Carrie Fisher's was like 50 bucks, I think. Right. Anthony Daniels, I think was like 50. Ray Parks was only 35 and I got his autograph. And let me tell you, Ray Park is probably one of the coolest men on the face of the earth. Yeah. Well, you, you, you you love, you love, you love Ray Parks anyways. I never met him, no. and I got to meet the guy, and he is just so down to earth. And like, he will talk to you for an hour. I mean, if it wasn't for like the uh, the day of like uh, volunteers that you know stay with the actors, staffing and stuff that 
you know, you buy your ticket, you go up there, you give them the ticket, they tell you, they ask you which picture you want signed, and, and then they say, okay, go ahead, you know, into the booth or whatever. And, and then they kind of keep the line flowing. But, I mean, Murray Park is so personable. Like, he would literally would talk to people forever, and they'd be like, all right, all right, <laughs> move along. <laughs> move along, move along. <laughs> move, move along now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and most of the actors are really good, but, I mean, Ray Park really is just a really down-to-earth guy, and he, he really appreciates the fans. I mean, a lot of the actors do. Don't get me wrong. Most of them do. They understand that without us, they wouldn't even have money. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't have the careers that they had and stuff. Um I mean, talk about so, I mean, talk, talk about one of the most uh, one of the, the the most popular yet short lived villains in, in in Star Wars history. You know, it's it's really yeah. is Ray Parks. He he probably he, is, he had uh, fifteen minutes of actual screen time. That was it. How much? Fifteen minutes. Sixteen minutes of actual. Uh, and I yet, think that's what it was. It was either thirteen or fifteen minutes of actual screen time. That was it. Out of a two hour movie, fifteen minutes. And he is like, like you said, one of the most influential characters out of the series. Yeah. He's probably the best part of any, all of Episode One. Yeah, Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, without him, the movie would have really stunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, but I actually got to see an interview with him at the convention. He did an hour and a half interview, um, and uh, we got pretty good seats for that. And he's just funny. He's a funny guy. Really down to earth. Um, I mean, growing up, he was he was a he was a punk. He was uh, he was into like graffiti and stuff like that, and um, he really changed his life around. And uh, uh, he really, you know, he's a real good guy. Really is. I mean, he was he was the, probably the, the the coolest person I met there as a person that I actually got to talk to. Um, I mean, I got to meet uh, Mark Hamill, but I didn't get to talk to him for more than like a minute. <laughs> but he was really nice too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he right. was really great too. The only guy that uh, I really disliked, and I would never give him my money for anything, is Anthony Daniels. He's a jerk. <laughs> he is an absolute. So what, 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 I, what I hear you saying is that Anthony Daniels is a prick. Yeah, pretty much. No, great, pretty great. Much. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't. I mean, we didn't like C three PO anyways. I mean, I'm like, you're a stupid protocol droid. <laughs> all you did was crack, like, annoying jokes through the entire series. You're really not all that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he, I, I think he's a germaphobe. Because, like, they, they did this, uh, like, the four main actors you couldn't get your picture taken with um, when you went up to get the autograph. They said no, no flash photography whatsoever. Because they were also selling um, pictures that you could go in and get your picture, a professional picture taken, like what I did with Mark Hamill. And uh, so he he canceled all his. Like, he just wow. flat out said no. And my friend Mike, um, he collects, he's been collecting their signatures ever since, like, I think Celebration 3. And he only needed, like, the last three or four of them was, like, one of them was Anthony Daniels and uh, Carrie Fisher and, and you know, Mark Hamill. Well, I, went, I, I would go with him. I'd stand in line for an hour and a half with him to get these autographs. And we were in there. And, uh, you know, he kind of shook Mike's hand. You know, just didn't personalize anything. He just wrote his name. Well, Mike put his hand on the table just to look down. And he's like, get your hands off the table. Really? Oh, wow. And wow. I was like, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Mike just gave you like 50 bucks. <laughs> jerk. Wow. I was like. No thanks. You're you're not worth it. You you don't really appreciate you know the fans. You're just in it for the money. So, which I'm sure a lot of them are, but at least they're nice. 
Um, right. But I got I got Ray Park. Anyways, to get back, I got Ray Park and General Veers. Okay. Um, it was uh, Adrian Glover, I think his name is. Okay. Uh, real, he was in uh, the Last Crusade. He was Donovan. He was the guy that got he drank from the cup and melted it away. Oh yeah, that's right. So he was he's pretty nice guy too. I mean, a lot of them are. But anyway, his reign his was like twenty bucks. You know, the like Admiral Akbar, Mamatha. You know, all of those guys were like twenty dollars, and then you kind of move up. To, then there's some thirty-five. Like Ray Parks was like thirty-five, even yeah. though he was one of the four major. He, you know, he was thirty-five. So Akbar was there. Oh yeah, Akbar. I mean, Veers. I mean, KC3PO. The the protocol droid that you know basically told C3PO to go piss off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's there. I mean, the guy had what one scene for thirty seconds, ten seconds, and he's there making money. I mean, Warwick wow. Davis showed up for about three hours one day. I guess he was supposed to be there a couple of days, but he was sick and stuff. So, who and that? I actually, what's that? Who is that? I missed it. Warwick Davis. He played uh, Wicket. Okay. Um, and you know Willow and all those. Um, but we were going to get his autograph, but they capped the line. Like we bought the ticket, but they capped it because so many people wanted it. Like we showed up a half hour early to get in the line, and they had already capped it because wow. they only gave two hours. And we're like, holy crap! <laughs> right, right. So, so, so this is uh, so. So, those were some of the major people you got autographs. What else kind of stood out to you in this convention? Well, you have everyone that dresses up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, everyone's in costume. I was in costume the last two days. Um, my friend Mike actually made me a Tie Fighter outfit, um, which was pretty cool. And let me tell you, there is nothing like walking in with a group of one dark Jedi. Um, one shadow guard, a Nova trooper, a TIE pilot, and an Imperial commander. Like, as soon as you walked into the showroom floor, we did not move for about two hours because of the amount of people taking your picture. Wow. Like, you literally go and move a foot, and then people, you know, a mob of people come by, like, can, we take your, can we take our picture with you? Can we, can we get your picture? And, like, that was our group for the entire day. We stood in one spot. I mean, it was nuts. <laughs> wow. It was absolutely nuts. And there are really good costumes. And then you get the people, you're like, why? Why did you do that? You know, I mean, it's like, really? Are you talking about, like, I mean, the, uh, the the slightly uh, heavy set uh, people trying to wear this, the Princess Leia slave bikini outfit? Well, yeah, like the 90-year-old I saw on one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no, 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 oh, no, no. the no, image no. in my head got yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, bad image, I mean, bad. You get some really creative ones. Like, somebody took a Predator uh, costume. And turned it into a Darth Maul. I mean, even though it's a predator, it was still pretty cool. I mean, it was it was neat. I mean, he, he put the black and the red, you know, tattoos on, and he had the double-edged lightsaber, and he had the cloak, and then and all the clothes. I mean, it was just Predator from the Predator movies. And it was like, wow, that's really cool. It's not Star Wars, but it's really cool. Right. You know? So, I mean, so you get some, like, stuff like that. But honestly, the one guy that came with us, uh, his name's Dustin, he was he was doing a shadow guard, and he was probably the most popular guy there. Like, I mean, everyone was just taking his picture, and he was loving it. I mean, that guy had the best time of his life. <laughs> so, what, what was? And the, I actually what, got in some five hundred first pictures. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I um five hundred first grabbed me for their uh, tie pilot picture. They we had, they had about thirty of us march through the entire convention going from spot to spot in in, in, uh, in, in formation, 
all the way up to the TIE fighter that they had on the showroom floor. And then we got this huge group photo of at the TIE fighter, and, like, Vader came in. A guy dressed, I mean, it looked like Vader. The costume was so well done. The guy was probably six foot five. I mean, he, he had it down. I mean, you, he could have passed as Peter. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, he was, I mean, it was so much fun. I mean, it was just crazy. Just all these geeks and nerds everywhere, you know? <laughs> what was the, uh, what was the best outfit that you saw that, that a fan put together in your opinion? Uh, honestly, it was probably Mike and Dustin's. Um, they, I mean, they had, um, obviously, you know, you have your Boba Fett's and, um, they do a, a Mando now. There's like, there's a Mando gar or not Garrison, but a Mando clan, I guess you want to okay. call it where they're all Mandalorians. So you have like all everyone that kind of looks like Boba Fett. They have different colors, you know, they tweak the masks, you know, different, but they're all Mandalorians and those were pretty neat. Um, the only sad thing was, is they all had the same mask and all they did was kind of change the color. It was all a Boba Fett mask. It's just they changed the color and they might tweak something here and there. So there really wasn't a lot of originality, in my opinion. So they all kind of looked the same, just different colored. Hmm. You know, there wasn't, like, much personal. Like, I wouldn't go, oh, you know, him and him and her and him. It was, oh, just a group, you know, of Mandos, right. whatever. Right. Um, but I think Dustin's Shadow Guard and uh, my, Mike's, Mike was a Nova Trooper from uh, Star Wars Galaxies, the uh, online game. Right. That we played many, 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 many moons ago. ago. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's been a while. But... There, really, there was a magma trooper who was really cool. Um, he's all red. You know, he's like an all red uh, stormtrooper. Um, really good. Um, the emperor was there, and the guy that did the emperor was fantastic. Um, I mean, his make his prosthetics and stuff for the makeup and everything was fantastic. Did he sound like the emperor? Yeah, actually, he did a real good <laughs> job of you know. The, the real quiet, raspy voice kind of thing. Um, I guess I, I found out that he's actually one of the head guys in the 501st. <laughs> oh, good. So, yeah, yeah. He was, he was at least in that garrison or whatever. So, oh, very but, cool. uh, yeah. So, yeah, man, it was. Matt, did Go you ahead. have to pay a fee to get in? I mean, I know you had to pay, pay fees to get autographs and pictures, but did you also? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, they had one-day, two-day, three-day, four-day passes. Okay. Um, and we bought the four-day pass because we went all four days, and that was like 120 bucks, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but that got you in and got you. But a lot of the cool stuff, I mean, the, the convention itself was awesome. Um, they had, I mean, everything was Star Wars. I mean, so much stuff. But they did a uh, Disney. You remember Di um, Disney had a Star Wars ride? Sure. Right. It was like the tour to Endor or whatever. Right. Well, they closed that down this year. And the last night that it was open, they they offered special tickets for Star Wars um, from people from Star Wars convention um, that after the park closes, we would go. It was like 8 to 1 in the morning. So the park was only open for the people that bought these tickets. And everything was Star Wars themed. Everything, all the shows, all the rock, I mean, everything it was just Star Wars fans and Disney. Um, I think it was MGM or what they call it, uh, uh, Hollywood Studios now, I guess. Right. Um, like, and then you got to go on the ride and, you know, which, you know, it, it really needed to be updated. Right. <laughs> it's those rides that really needed to be updated. And, but I mean, it was so fun. Like we ran the Tower of Terror like four times in a row because there's no line. You get off, you go right back in. And, you know, I rode that like four times in a row, you know, rock, in the Aerosmith road course. But the cool thing was is when, like, the, when the, they did the very last ride for the Star Wars ride, 
like Boba Fett came in on his jetpack and like blew it up. They had like <laughs> pyrotechnics and stuff, and he comes in and he blows it up. You know, and the uh, so that was really cool to see. Um, and then the, you know the, the they have that Indiana Jones show, right? Like the special. Well, they they tweaked it. It was Indiana Jones and the uh, Raiders of the Lost Jedi. So they crossed a lot of the Jedi stuff into the into the show. Like you have these two movie producers or, or directors. One wants to do Indiana Jones. The other one wants to do Star Wars. So they bicker back and forth. And so you know, so they put like you know, you have um, the opening scene where like Indy comes in. You know, you have the instead of the little golden idol up at the front, um, it's like a golden lightsaber that's on the stand. Um, and you know he's walk, he's working his way through. The spikes come up through the floor, and there's Jar Jar's head on a spike. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Like, Most Star Wars like, ah. fans would like that. But no. um, so, and then all of a sudden, Boba Fett comes in on a jetpack. He comes through the ceiling on a jetpack, and he's like Solo, and like Indy's like, who the heck is Solo? Because you know Harrison Ford played both characters. Oh so right. They're playing that up, and so they fight. They're doing their fight sequence. You know, they're throwing punches. Punches. You know, they're. They're wrestling around in like um, in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ark, you know, there's that pit there that in the beginning, well, Boba Fett falls in that pit again. He's like, not again. <laughs> nice. So there was a lot of reference to that, like you know, like instead of Maid Marian or whatever, or Marian Ravenwood, it was Princess Leia. Oh, that nice. was Indy's girlfriend through the thing. Um, another scene was, you know, the the sword fight. Where Indy just shoots the guy, right? You know, he's like, "Well, it's Darth Maul." Oh, nice. You know, instead of Nazis, it's stormtroopers. So they kind of they through, altered it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, they did, and it was really well done because, like, halfway through, Mark Hamill comes in on an X-wing, and he blows up the plane. <laughs> nice. I mean, it's like Mark Hamill's show. You know, he comes out, he's talking to the fans and everything, and so it was like it was, it was really Mark Hamill. It wasn't just Luke Skywalker. No, no, it was Mark Hamill. Nice. <laughs> he, he came, like, I guess the second show that they had during the day, uh, George Lucas actually um, showed up for the show. Yeah, did you see um, George Lucas at all? He was there. He had an uh, uh, interview with uh, John Stewart from The Daily Show, um, but literally people lined up the night before and camped out to get the band to get into that. Right. And we were like, no, thanks. <laughs> and I guess I, I didn't personally see him. There was a guy dressed up as George Lucas who did a <laughs> nice. really good job. <laughs> nice. Like, you had to do a double take because you're like, George? Okay, that's not George, but really good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, but uh, they played it and played it and played it. And they showed a deleted scene from Star Wars that had never been seen before. Um, it wasn't in any of the redone movies or anything. Um, so that was kind of cool. They're probably going to be on the Blu-rays that come out 2011. So. <laughs> probably. Well, it was funny because Mark Hamill's like, I don't remember filming that. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't remember filming that. And then I guess later, after the whole celebration thing, he's, they showed him the clip, and he's like, Oh yeah, I guess I do remember something like that. Because people were like, It was make believe. No, they just did it for the show. Blah blah blah. And because Mark Hamill said, I don't, I don't remember doing anything like that. You know. Yeah. And then he saw it finally and said, oh, okay. <laughs> now, did you get a chance to sit in on any of the uh, the panels or any of the – did you go to any special uh, shows that were part of the uh, celebration? Yeah, I, I went to the Ray Park show. Um, went to the one-man um, Star Wars show. A guy that just does like all six episodes by himself. Oh. 
Yeah, it was pretty phenomenal. <laughs> the guy, the guy really knew what he was doing. I mean, it was funny like, fighting himself and stuff and doing the sound effects and. Um, and they had a lot of floor panels in the showroom. Like they had Legos, like, you know, Lego panels and everything. But because the first two days were pretty much filled up on the showroom floor with getting autographs and meeting the actors and all that, um, we really didn't get to do a lot of the stuff outside because there was just so much stuff. You couldn't do everything if you wanted to. Hmm. You really couldn't. Now, was there any and talk? Then, oh, good. I was just going to say, like, the third the third day, um, you know, we were in costume, so we were just bombarded by, you know, people there and stuff. So, What I was going to ask you, um, any talk of the uh, the uh, Star Wars uh, TV series? Um, I did read an article that they're putting it on hiatus as of right now. Yeah, we heard that, because, too. Because uh, it's cost too much per episode. <laughs> 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 because, you know, he's just going to load it down with CGI. Which is ridiculous because they can make a really good Star Wars show, and not everything has to be CGI. Well, and fan, and fans are able to you put need out good some characters, pretty characters, good costumes, and you're good. You yeah. Know? Well, and fans are able to put out some pretty incredible fan films for a very low budget. So you would think that, I mean, unless, <laughs> unless uh, it's, I don't it's know. Lucas. I mean, right. he wants it to be his way, and you know, <clears throat> you know, his money and his his vision. And sadly, it's just gonna be crap <laughs> so, I say it, but. so so all we're left really on tv is with the uh, clone wars movies right and see. honestly no no i found like i haven't watched any of them you haven't like no i haven't watched any of them because honestly like a lot of the people there like the true diehard you know 500 first they don't care for them because it's like what's the point you know what happens you know, all the clones turn and kill all the Jedi, and you know, Anakin turns into Vader. Whoopity do! So you're so you're not <laughs> like a, the, you're not a fan of the Clone Wars uh, comedy. I'm, I'm not a fan because I haven't watched it. I probably would like it, but I'm not like rushing out to see it either. Hmm. Like I, I mean, what are they on? Like season five already, or something? Uh, season three is coming out this year. Three season three, okay. Yeah. Like I mean, I saw the movie and I was so appalled by it. That I was like, ooh, look, a baby hut. <laughs> yeah. Whoopity do. I mean, when you look at, like, have you seen the trailers for the uh, MMO that's coming out, the, the Old Republic? Oh, it looks fantastic. Those trailers, if they made the movies and the series from the people that did that animation with that story and those fight sequences, they could make trillions of dollars because it would be a good story. Good animation, good character development. I mean, both of them. I mean, I, I about wet my pants when I saw them. I mean, they were phenomenal. Whoa. <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, that's, I mean, BioWare is doing it right. You know? I mean, I just wish Lucas would take a, take a hint, you know, and be like, oh, this is what the fans really want. <laughs> hmm. Yay. Well, you know, so, I, and, and I've often said that about Blizzard, too. If Blizzard would just put the movies, like, they create a movie using the animation they use in the video games. You get the same thing. Yeah, yeah. They they do it right too. They spend the time. They make sure it looks good. I mean, it's quality. I mean, it is beyond quality animation. I'm sure it takes a lot and it costs a lot, but heck, I mean, you could make you know six movies in a six year period. I mean, you put out a Star Wars movie that's even animated like that. I'd go see it. I'd probably go see it more than once. Hmm. Well, if they kept you know, the I'm, TV show 
kind of more character driven. I mean, yeah, we do want to see a good battle every now and then, but I mean, uh, if it's just all that, it's just, uh, you know, that's just going to get older. Well, well, here's the thing though. Like the battles, like in the, in the, uh, previews, like they, they use the force and they describe the force, like in using force powers that are way cooler than just pretending that he forced for somebody. Like you actually see a ripple of force going through the air and hitting the dark Jedi when it, when he, like when he pushes the guy up against the rock, you know, you see her build up the power and just blast him with this energy. You know, it's not like lightning. It's just force. I mean, that's good. You know, like you actually see the power of the force manifested. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, instead of just seeing a guy wave his hand at somebody and they go flying off, and, you know, that's like, okay, that's cool. But when you saw it, when I saw that, I was like, that's the way it should be done. Hmm. Because I actually felt, the, you know, I could feel the power that the, you know, the woman was, you know, when she was battling the Dark Jedi at that time, you know. So, I mean, that's my own opinion. Right, right. I mean, I'm well, a very visual person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, the- Anything else stand out from the con? I mean, we're, we're talking to cramming four days into talking maybe about a half an hour here. Was there anything else that, that stuck out to you about the convention that 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 that's worthy of being mentioned? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's it's you, you have to do it. If you're a Star Wars fan, you just have to go to one. I mean, you might not have to do another. Like I'm going to go do another because it was a lot of fun. But to truly, truly get the experience of watching geeks and nerds <laughs> congregate into one area, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just something like it, it was just a lot of fun for me. And uh, there was just so much to do. Like, I mean, I mean, I don't know how to like my feet hurt so bad after I had four <laughs> days of it. I mean, it was nuts. It was the only thing is, is like the the only downside to it was is they didn't know how to set it up right for getting in. Like, it took us an hour and a half to get through the line to get into the convention the first day because they literally were snaking us all through the convention. Like, to get from the front door to the showroom floor was a matter of about 50 yards, straight line, 50 yards you were in. But they literally had us going up the left wing of the um, thing, all the way down through the right wing, into the back, into the front. I mean, it took an hour and a half of walking in this line to just what would have been a 50-yard straight-line dash. Hmm. And a lot of people were upset, like a lot of people, because normally we already bought the ticket, we had our lanyards on, we had our ticket, you know, the the Boba Fett picture or whatever. All you had to do was go up to the door and be like, here, here's my pass, let me in. That's all it should have been. Instead, Hmm. they just going up and down, all around. I mean, it was ridiculous. Hmm. The second day was a lot better. Um, it was pretty much you just kind of walked in, went up one aisle, and then you were pretty much in. But so I mean, and then then for the autographs. Sorry, I, I hope I'm not taking up all your time. No, that's fine. Um, uh, Mike was in line for Carrie. Or did they sell the tickets by numbers? Like when you buy a ticket to get an autograph, they give you a code like a number. Right. So like if you're in like the thousand like 1200 range they'll post up on the board in front of the actors stand. you know now taking tickets you know 12 to 1400 mm. so that kind of keeps you know instead of like a mile long line you know you only have like a half mile long line right right keeps a little bit shorter. well well the pr- issue was 
is that what they started doing with Carrie Fisher, because her line was so big, because she was there for four days or three days, that all of a sudden they'd be like Thursday uh, passes only or Friday passes only. And we were like, wait a minute, that's not fair. We bought a four-day pass. We, you know, we're, we have a ticket in like the 900s. Why are we being punished? And like the people that just bought a one-day ticket are getting the autograph before the people that bought the four-day ticket. Right. And like the first day we, we let it go. When they did it on Friday, my friend Mike, he was very mad. He's like, I spent 120 bucks. These people spent 30 bucks. Why are they getting the autograph? And I'm not even guaranteed to get an autograph now. You know, so he actually, he went through six people, got the head guy that ran that, that part of the showroom floor, and they didn't realize that what they were doing. Like the guy's like, you know what, that, that doesn't make sense. We're really rewarding the people that didn't spend any money. And the people that did spend money were really screwing over. Right. And so, I mean, it's, it just shocked me that out of all the thousands of people there, Mike was the only one to complain about that. Yeah. And so you know what they did? They what? cut him in front of the line for Mark Hamill's autograph. Nice. He was he had to wait five minutes to get his autograph instead of four hours. That's good. That's really good. That's yeah, really I, mean, good. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't cut him in front of Carrie Fisher because that was the one he was waiting for. Yeah. But because you know they're like, I guess she was on break by then, so she they just put him in front of the Mark Hamill line. Very nice. And I was like, I mean, that was awesome. That, that is was awesome. awesome. And that was four hours. We didn't have to stand there. Now did now did you walk away with any good loot other than the autographs? Um, a lot of, uh, swag stuff they gave out. I guess they call it swag. I didn't even right. know what swag was until I got there. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, let's go get some swag. I'm like, what the heck is swag? <laughs> I'm thinking drink, <laughs> whatever. Right. Um, I got like a little light up, sa- like little pen light saver thingy. Cool. Um, uh, you know, a little, I got a Darth Vader, um, flash drive. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's, it's always cool. fun. Um, yeah. So how many people do you think attended the, the uh, convention? What's that? How, how many people do you think attended the, the convention? Uh, it has to be thousands, miles. Yeah. I mean thousands. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you figure when we bought the Mark Hamill ticket, just for the autograph alone, we were like something like 1,800. Wow. Ticket number 1,800 for his or something ridiculous or 2,200. I mean, and I didn't even buy I mean, I wasn't buying an autograph. Right. I mean, I'm not spending $25 on an autograph. But the picture was cool because it only cost us like 60 bucks split two ways, so 30 bucks right. a person. Right. So that was good um, for me. But I mean, thousands of people. But some people only came on Thursdays. Some people only came on Fridays. Right. Friday and Saturday were the two huge days. That's when it was just packed with people. I mean, people in costumes, garrisons, you know, the Rebel Legion. I mean, it was nuts. Um, so yeah. Sunday was a little bit less because, you know, people are wrapping up and, you know, but it was cool. It was very cool. Um, awesome. it was just neat to do. Yeah. So. Well, now one, one real quick question, and then we do have to probably wrap up our segment here. Um, well, what, uh, have, have you been to any other conventions other than the star Wars convention or is this your first nope. con? That was my first time. Wow. Hmm. And yeah. star Wars broke you in. <laughs> it did for Star Wars. Like, I don't think I'm going to be running out to any sci-fi conventions or anything like that. Um, but I would definitely go to another Star Wars convention, um, especially if I went with friends. Like, to go by myself, I don't think I would do that. 
Um, if I had a group of people again that I would go with, then most definitely because I mean that made it a lot of fun too. Yeah. You know, so or if it was BlizzCon, you, you might go to BlizzCon. No, actually, I don't play Warcraft anymore. Well, StarCraft is BlizzCon. Come on. Oh yeah, that's that's true. StarCraft oh. is the bomb. Have you played the second one? Because it's amazing. I haven't. I haven't. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till. Child, I forgot who they were. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm... <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Matt, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us about Celebration uh, 5. We've been talking about it a little bit, but uh, when you said you went, it just seemed appropriate to have you on and chat about it a little bit. Sure, man. Anytime.